Welcome to Movies Lounge Podcast. Hi guys, how's it going? Welcome to your favorite movies podcast. Um, it's your boy, it's your guy, Steez. And of course, I'm here with my guy, Papaneski. What's good, my bro? Hey, yo, what's up now? It's been a week already, yo. It's been a week. It's been a week. It's been, it's been uh, a week. I'm sure, I'm sure um, in the movie world, a lot has already <laughs> happened. Like, I, 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 I feel like one week is too, it's too small <laughs> for new things not to happen. One week and... is like, it's like mm-hmm. uh, one year. Oh, sorry. One week is like a month in Hollywood and Hollywood together. For real, man. For real. But yeah. Um, hi, guys. Welcome again to the show. I'm sure you guys um, have listened to episode one. Um, we're really sorry that it took a while for episode one to drop on Apple Podcasts, but you know, Apple had a whole lot of like requirements and stuff that they, you know, wanted us to put up with. But yeah, all is good now. We're 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 ready to, you know, distribute to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So yeah. Um, so Papaneski, what's going on this July, man? Happy new month, my guy. Even though, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Happy yeah, new yeah, month. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's yeah. a lot of things. There's a lot of things going on in July. Ju- like July first is- of all, first of all, <laughs> Dead Reckoning Part <laughs> One. First of ready? all, that is that is my movie. So let me just leave that to you. Tell tell me what's what's happening, bro. Yeah, I I think that's coming out like two weeks from now. That's um July 14th. But they just mission impossible. <laughs> yeah, but there's one thing that is busting my head, right? How mm-hmm. Tom Cruise managed to like this movie might most likely make a billion dollars mm-hmm. with the way it's going. And if you look at the whole box office of the entire movie from the first one, it's in, it's, it's been going up. It's been going up. The first yeah. one came out like 2002 or 2003. But just how he's been consistent. This 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 is like my most anticipated movie. Even he keeps he, raising he, the bar. The bar keeps going up. Right? So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? We are ready. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I I I think you know. First of all, Tom Cruise has like a pact with the devil to visit him in <laughs> hell. He wants to die soon because the stunts keep like he keeps he, he keeps thinking of hmm how can i die next okay let me jump off a cliff with you know with my bike and a parachute with my bike yeah and and they said they, they did that take like what how many times it's time they did they did it once they were like Pro. perfect take. it's like no 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 let's go again let's no, go no, again let's go again this is the guy that wants to go to space he's going to on, space on, next year to shoot a movie in space he, so, he, needs to, he needs to he needs to chill, needs to chill. Man. he needs to chill but yeah but yeah um oppenheimer right is is before no it's after wait it's is after, it before like a week oh, yeah. after it's coming out july 21st it's coming out okay. july 21st but one more thing about this one is how will death recording be budget at 290 million and then this one is budget at 100 million hmm and this has more on like this will have more vfx than mission impossible because obviously you have to show the the nuclear explosion well um i think if we look at you know the first of all like the location and the non-practical vfx which is obviously cgi that yeah you know mission impossible needs I, I'm I'm betting that you know a huge chunk of you know the 290 million budget for is going to possible be... dead, record, dead recording went towards VFX, right? But mm. of course, Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's because you are shooting these movies back to back, like part one, part two, back oh, to yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. The budget yeah. might leak into you know the second it's, one. The part it's, two. it's 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 possible. So they shot both movies and then oh. they just split it into two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I'm not waiting to see that nuclear explosion in uh, Oppenheimer mm. because they said that they actually mm. did like an actual explosion, but without the nuclear part. But they actually did like. Record an actual explosion. 
Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But, uh, I, I also I also read somewhere that um, in an interview with Chris Nolan that he did micro explosions too. So he used like um, probe lenses, very small cameras yeah. and lenses to record a mini explosion a, a like down to one. the atom yeah a miniature down to, so that you can zoom in and see how the sparks are so you know yeah. I, i'm looking forward to this man everybody's looking forward to it no wonder brother tried to bring him back they're begging him to come back yeah you know and... he left he left after that movie and they're like please come back yeah and they're like my bro Take money. Let's give you. Let's give you. Let's give you empty check. Blank yeah, check. What do you want? What, what do you want? want? Come back. Come, Come back, back to us. Please. But it, it should be a good movie. I'm. 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 I'm doing a prediction right now. Dead mm-hmm. Reckoning will make close to a billion. Let's say like eight fifty million. Uh, Oppenheimer is going to make seven hundred million at least. I mean, when you say Dead Reckoning, are you saying part one or two or part, part one, one and two? Part one is going to make at least nine hundred to one billion. Mm. Guaranteed. I would say, I would say, I would say, I would say, guaranteed eight hundred million, guaranteed. Uh, because I'm also, know. I'm also being realistic with the economy right now, and you know, bro, bro. recession. Mario, Mario made Mario made one point three billion. Like I had no in don't... in a month where it, it was the standout film. Hey, yeah. So you know, there's Mission Impossible, July fourteenth, and there's Oppenheimer, and of course, we can't Barbie. mention Oppenheimer without saying Barbie, Barbie. because it's back to back. So, so you know, he just has like that week to make, you know, a huge impact on the box office, you know, markets, and then everybody, yeah. everybody's attention will move to Oppenheimer and Barbie. Mm. So, uh, let's see, let's Fing- see, man. Fingers crossed. And then the last one is uh, Haunted Mansion, right? Which is the um horror movie by black people you you, you know that uh, there's this uh, whatever going on that black people always die first in horror movies yeah you know, I, I, I don't know how they, i don't know how they're going to do it though. maybe they'll maybe they'll kill the white person in the, uh, hey i'm not being racist here but like there are four black people playing lead roles so i don't know how they're going to do it and it's, it's supposed to be a horror comedy so mm. i'm like mm-hmm. but yeah um, very very interesting cast too you know with um tiffany haddish and um who else is there we have um jared leto um, really like like yeah jared leto is there and lakeith steinfield and who else who else who else, who else, who else? yeah very very interesting and diverse and um, if, and the fact that know. it was even like a 50 uh, one, one, one fifty million budget means they actually be yeah. able to make so yeah let's yeah, see yeah. what's going to happen and then but but hold on hold on before we move on, Papaneski, okay. my bro, we have to we have to at least comment on the epic battle that is about to, you know, play out in our eyes or in front of our eyes, which is the Oppenheimer and Barbie oh, battle. Barbie. <laughs> some people are like some people are like I will first go to watch Oppenheimer, come out come out looking blown away with ash. And nuclear dust all over my face, mm-hmm. and wear my pink merch, and going to Barbie, and I'm like, what bro, is happening, bro? Two like, years why, ago, why? Why are you? Why? Why are you choosing not to budge? Like, but um, just, Christopher just, Nolan. Just imagine this, right? Two years ago, either it would be like mm. Barbie and Oppenheimer are going to be going head to head in the box office. You will laugh. Yeah, I'll be like Barbie. Come on, bro. Like Barbie, Barbie. it don't look like that movie. That mm-hmm. I swear, I have no hope. I had no hope for Barbie till I watch the trailers. I'm like, okay, I think mm-hmm. they have some. This could be a hidden gem. But at the same time, there's... if I have one choice, I'm going to watch Oppenheimer 100. Definitely. For for me, um, I looked at the. I've, I've seen like the first trailer of Barbie and the second one, and it looks like. A cliche story out of the box. Uh, Barbie, yeah. da, 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 she, you know, she found herself in the real world. Da, 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 da. Nah. But like for Oppenheimer, all we know is that a nuclear bomb is going to go off. Finish. That's that's all I know, and that's all I'm going into. You know, the 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 cinema. With. So pretty I... much. Um, you, you want to say something else? No, no. I'm just saying I'm waiting for that scene where o- Oppenheimer is going to say, "I am become death." destroyer hey. of worlds that's the only hey. thing i'm waiting for 
I don't want to see uh, was it who, who's the name of the, uh, the scientist in the Cecilia Murphy yeah, yeah I just want to see yeah I just want to see like Cecilia Murphy's opening shots like I want, to see, I want to see that man embody and eat that role I know he's a great actor but I want to see how he's going to eat that that role in the first couple scenes that's 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 what I'm just waiting for that opening shot um you know fingers crossed for that i think the last movie coming out is that we didn't talk about is they close time road we already said that right yeah i I have i I don't know what's about i'm just waiting for netflix 3 a.m that day i'm awake i'm watching it (laughs) all i know is it's a comedy john boyega is there jamie fox is there it's supposed to be sci-fi they're cloning somebody they clone tyrone it's all we know but yeah all i know is i'm waiting i'm ready yeah man um okay so quick transition into the trailers of the week so the first trailer that we're going to talk about that i rolled my eyes at from the first 10 seconds into it was retribution by liam neeson please Papaneski, <laughs> what is happening five what's years going ago. On? what's going on in hollywood was it five or seven years ago liam said that he was not going to be making this kind of movies anymore cap and ever since then that's only the movies he has been making <laughs> <laughs> this is the man that gave us one of the best movies ever made schindler's list one of the yeah. best dramatic movie ever made and I feel like ever since he did the uh, taking, he just been... he wanted to be taken. <laughs> sorry, sorry for that boring joke, guys. But yeah, like Liam Neeson needs to he needs to chill. We understand he's trying to secure the bag. Hey, I'm not going to stop a man from getting this bag, but like at least, at least act something, do something else. drama, put have some dramatic movies. I mean, come on, guys! If you've not seen the trailer for Retribution, go and check it out. It's supposed yes. to drop in August, sometime in August. I think 25th of August. But like, it's the same. So basically, in the trailer, we see him. He's driving his kids, and somebody calls him and says, "Hey, there's a bomb in your car." If you don't keep driving, I'm going to detonate the bomb. Yeah, that sounds like something Liam Neeson has done before, which is, um, I think he has done this train movie. He has done something similar. He did one on the plane. He did one on the plane. He did one on the train. He did one in the forest. Now 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 he has done one in the car. car. (laughs) Like, give it a rest, sir. Daddy Liam, because he's almost, I think he's he's 70 years old. He's almost 70. Like, he he cannot convincingly play play an action star anymore. That's okay. Do some dramatic movies. Yes, my bad. He's actually 71. But like, Papa Liam, please do something else. Act like a grandpa in a film that's about something else. Like like a wholehearted film. (sighs) And and then you have have the one that came out again, the TMT trailer. I think that movie is releasing August second. Is 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 this a cartoon or actual live live action? Because I've not watched it. it it's it's a cartoon. For those who are for the uninitiated listening to this podcast, CMNT, <laughs> Teenage Mutants Ninja Turtles. Well, I thought and, it was um, Teenage Turtles mm-hmm. Mutants Ninjas. TT. TTMN. No, it's TTM. I swear, I thought it was Teenage Turtles Mutant Ninjas. I swear, TMN. <laughs> no, you are very, very wrong. It has, it has always been TMNT in the history of, you know, the franchise. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But, so, so it's a cartoon. It's it's, a cartoon, it's animated, okay. rather. It's not. Let's not call it a cartoon. It's an animated film, live action mm-hmm. animated film. Mm-hmm. And um, interestingly, it was written by Seth Rogen. Really? Yeah, Seth Rogen. It's well, dropping you know August August second. And the trailer looks up. great. It looks great. I can't lie. And interestingly, the art style as well is quite it's giving into the spider-verse vibes it's like sketch animation but yeah um looking pretty good 
pretty pretty good trailer um the next trailer that we myself and papaneski watched earlier this week was bird box barcelona papaneski <laughs> what are you saying what are you saying about like, this one like remember when, when i watched this uh, and then i told you um they should actually make this movie a show and an anthological show where every episode is different because mm. bed box the og let me come to Nigeria with the og of bed box now say you cannot see you have to close there your are creatures eyes. out there yeah it's like what more do you want to say except say a say a personal story on how the world influence this character rather than you know the mm. the the bad guys themselves is not even the story it's the people within the bad guys world because this is not the world world of the bad guys mm. you cannot see so anyways uh, I, I don't know I, I don't watch international movies or shows except from animes so i can't read and i can't read and then watch ad at the same time but Okay. You don't like reading subtitles. I don't read subtitles. I was at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's confusing for me. Okay, I mean it's it's calm. I I think it does make sense if they pivot towards like making it, you know, an anthological series. But yeah. I think that's yeah. also what they are trying to do trying because, to do. Yeah. but make it in a movie format. So yeah, but I remember Money Heist is coming as well, but I think Money Heist in another world. It's the same yeah. world, but a character driven money heist so mm-hmm. then the last trailer was five nights at freddy's i have no idea what is what the trailer is about i just know it's a halloween trailer or universal halloween trailer so yeah um fingers crossed so for five for five, uh, five nights at freddy's right five nights at mm-hmm. freddy's it actually first started as a video game oh. a horror video game right and you know this is supposed to be like the live action you know adaptation of the video game you know so um it's it's quite interesting let's see how it does because the the video game was very successful and um a lot of the video game fans the video game heads that liked the game they're they're looking forward to you know this live action so yep fingers crossed for that so i think pretty much what we'll do now is see some of the trends that are happening in hollywood Papaneski, what's going on in the hollywood world my guy mm, hollywood world i think one of the first one is the biggest news that came out last week right superman and lois has been cast or the cast who the people that will play superman and lois they have been cast right in uh, in what in, tell, um, tell, tell, our, tell our audience. Oh, in the new James Gunn, you know, DC World. This is what is this Superman Legacy, right? That's the name of the yeah. of the of the new movie, right? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they wanted a younger cast, so they fired my boy Henry Cavill. I'm so mad. Aww, aww. Yeah, so they casted David Consworth. It looks like Henry Cavill actually. He doesn't have the body, but he has a face, but. He, there's nothing there's him. nothing jim can cannot do Hollywood magic cannot do um, there's nothing. Yeah. the girl that plays louis lane is um the girl that uh rachel brosnahan the one that did the marvelous miss Maisel, right oh yeah and uh, she i don't know she has the acting chops uh, i don't know she i don't know if she has the the Louis Lane face, but who cares, right? As long as it's a good movie, who cares? Yeah. And uh, uh, I think that was just the biggest news for DC. And they, but in other DC news, <laughs> Flash is out of the cinemas. <laughs> why? Why? Don't laugh, my guy. Is Flash still in Nigeria in cinemas right now? Yeah, it still is. It still is. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's trying to it's trying to grab as much box. Please, can we use can. this? Can we use this as a segue into reviewing the Flash? Because I am ready. I'm waiting. No, 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 no. So, so no, just 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 chill, my guy. We're going to have like Flash review very soon. Uh, let's not give spoilers. It's going to be a spoiler-heavy review. But yeah, um, just stick with us till um, I'll let you know. I'll let you guys know when we start, so that. You know, you can enjoy the rest of the podcast. Um, all right, cool. So, DC they've cast Lewis and Clark Superman. for Superman Legacy. 
hopefully yeah. more casts uh you know members are announced yeah. for all of yeah, the yeah, other people movies say that, um, Brian in the Crafting, new universe yeah that brian mm-hmm. crafting my play brian crafting my play like, luto. yeah 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 i saw that i saw that as well i saw that so yeah. I, i'm not i'm not mad man i'm not mad at it as long as these actors are good and they kill the roles i i don't care i mean when eric Abel was cast by Zack snyder for his role or during his time he was fairly unknown yeah so let's let's see what this this does right oh okay yeah so the next one that we have now is like the oscar um re- requirement right <laughs> remember i was laughing when i was telling you this right very very funny very funny this one so papaneski uh, mm-hmm. I, I saw the news and i was like what's happening here i had to even come to you to for you to explain the what the terms are oh it was is 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 such a weird ass stuff right where okay so there are, there were three um terms basically right um the first one is number one you have to have like a story for diverse people or diverse audience right the story has to revolve around the diverse audience number one and number two you have to have at least 30 percent of, of your cast has to be diverse audience so let's say the lgbtq um the minority when they come to skin color so black people latino asian and uh, and then they also added like people who are uh, or were disabled as well mm. so my question now is how do you know if your story does not require these kinds of people does that make make it less of a story because it doesn't require them I think I think what we should start thinking about is just make your movie and don't wait for recognition from the Oscars because just like you said what if my story does not require someone who is gay or transgender or African American you know what if and it's still a great story but I can't get a nomination from the Oscars because I didn't include, I didn't meet their quota or their requirements. So I don't, I, I don't know why they did it. Maybe they did it to promote to inc- inclusion, to promote inclusion, yeah. to boost, you know, the representation of these minority, quote unquote, um, groups, sexual groups and um, racial groups, but just like you said it might stifle some creativity but yeah it is what it is right so um even onto that news as well so let's move on to the to the nollywood one that's a nice segue because they've actually added like four nigerians right or three nigerians to the oscar board or to the oscar right so so it's actually it's actually five five so yeah so um it's it's a big one it's showing that you know hollywood has started to recognize the talents that we have in you know in this part of the world right so basically we have um rmd the popular rmd RMD, we have cj obasi i don't know that don't worry i'll give i'll give you short bios on these people we have someone called Jade Osiberu, very great uh, movie producer. Um, we also have Kunle Afolayo and Shola I know, Dada. I know Afolayo. That one, I'm yeah, sure yeah, I know him. Everyone knows Kunle Afolayo. Yeah. Of course, of course. So, so basically, um, looking at like the first of all the whole um, representation thing, I think you know this is like a pro of the representation and inclusivity thing we mentioned just now because the 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 guys from um the oscar academy um including nigerian people in you know the their academy it already shows that hey these guys are starting to to listen to us right um quick bio on these names that i just called out so obviously we know rmd right so for CJ Obasi, he's a renowned filmmaker. You know, he has done a lot of films in Nollywood. He's like an OG filmmaker. Jadi Oshiberu, she's a director and producer. She does a lot of, you know, um, stuff that 
is what I'll call A-list, you know, Nollywood. She, she's not in the in the C-list or quote-unquote indie scene in, in Nollywood. She's like, she's up there. Kula Afolayo, everybody knows him, you know. Yeah, he's that guy. And Shola Dada is someone who has actually won Best Writer for, for, um, for Drama really? and Comedy, I think. Yeah, AMVCA Awards. Um, she she's she's known as you know one of the top guns when it comes to writing. So Shalada Dai is that is that is that is that guy, you know, even though she's she's a lady, but yeah, you know. Um so pretty much quick recap. Um we have two women and three men from the Nollywood scene being called into the Oscar Academy. So that's 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 good news. Um, another quick one is Crime and Justice Lagos. Um, if you've not, I'm just plugging the show because it's it's one that took me by surprise because it won Best TV Series back in May for, uh, or rather, at the AMVCA. And it's 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 a really good, you know, action crime um, TV show, and it airs on Showmax. So if you've not seen it check it out as well it's you know it came it came up in our radar and we just had to shout it out um for amazon prime there are a couple things happening over there there's this brand new um six-part tv series comedy series that basket mount is going to be hosting or headlining it's called last one laughing lol and you know it's supposed to be a very very you know comedy centric tv show that has all the popular names in the skits and comedy scene in nigeria so yeah and there's also battle on buka streets that's funky akitele's new installment it has started airing on prime video i started watching it for a bit maybe i'll save my review for it for another time but yeah you know, that's, I, that's I, I, I don't happening. think we get the same movies you guys get here for Prime. We don't get them here. Yeah, I have yeah, Prime, yeah. but I don't see any of this. Uh, don't worry, my guy. I'll, 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 I'll give you my my Prime, my Prime you know, login. Maybe. It doesn't matter maybe. because I need as long as I log in here in Canada. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You need VPN. Me, I need, I need the, the, the VPN. Oh, you need the VPN. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. No stress, no stress, my guy. I think the last one is Netflix Niger. Um, Obaram, it's a music. I think it's the first, you know, A-list musical film, you Ooh. know, from from Nigeria. Like, you know, it starts and they're singing and they're having those Disney-like breakout singing moments. That, you know, it's 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 quite interesting to see. That so, would yeah, be nice. Um, um, it, it's it's a lot of things is are it, happening in Hollywood. Is it airing yeah. now on Netflix or? Yep, it is. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, I'm watching that today then. Cool, cool. If I cool. can find it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to spoil The Flash <laughs> and Into the Spider-Verse for you. So, if you don't want spoilers, now is a good time. Thank you for listening this far. But yeah. Thus far, but now it is now time. It's not time. The review. Yes, sir. All right, so Papaneski, The Flash. <laughs> I actually saw this movie twice because I needed to, you know, take in, you know, what I saw in the first, my first, my first viewing. <laughs> I wanted to understand what I just saw. <laughs> but yeah, um, do you want to go first? Do you or do you want me to go first? Because like no, I you have my go first. All right, good. So I think first things first, out of the bat. <sighs> DC should have given us a proper ending to Zack Snyder's legacy because this was not a proper ending. I think they should have followed the OG Flashpoint storyline because the audience they shot this movie or rather made this movie for, I'm sure half of that audience were not familiar with or are not familiar with the Flashpoint storyline from the comics and even the the animated um film um they also did not listen to or care to cater to fans by at least giving grant gustin's flash a cameo 
in the multiverse scene at the end or somehow show Grant Gustin so that the people who dedicated eight to ten years of their lives watching and making you know the flash on cw would have at least gotten the urge to come and see grant gustin right and that would have been that would have equated to you know ticket sales so that is also something that i have a problem with and you know give us reverse flash like don't don't complicate things don't try to reinvent the wheel when you have brand new wheels that already work right uh, storyline was okay i'm saying okay because there were some touchy parts there were some very nice well-delivered parts where we talk about you know the last scene where he's hugging his mom and going back to right is wrong great it had funny moments it was a funny movie at some point because we know from like the character flash he can be funny at times right he can crack a joke here and there but not as funny as like spider-man would always be um the jokes were not too forced or cheesy they were good jokes and they were emotional moments so you know i don't take that away from from the movie ezra taking him apart from what he has done in real life even though he has done some really weird and shitty things as a real person in this movie he was a great actor he showed me that i can act ladies and gentlemen like acting as two different you know one that is more older and mature and one that is goofy and young and does mumutins right he was able to balance and sell it to me you know minus the fact that the editing was great you know when he actually interacts with himself you know the editing was very clean you wouldn't know right you think you know it well for people who don't know they'll think oh it's two different people maybe twins <laughs> right but of course i know that it's ezra so he really convinced me um looking at the plot holes the silly plot holes when Barry got punched out of the Kronos wheel, you know, and I'm like, this Kronos wheel, you know, the way he puts his head out to look at different timelines and only his head is cut out in the CG. It looks very weird. I'm like, why didn't they just use the way he did it in Justice League when he appeared to Batman? Why didn't they use that effect? Because it looks like he's breaking a timeline the shred you know the curtains that hold the multiverse is breaking it in and it's giving this weird you know sharp effect why didn't they use that i don't know why they they chose what they did maybe it's because these cinemas or rather these studios don't care about vfx i don't know so there's that and you know some weird things that happen with the with the with the explanation of the multiverse or it's like a spaghetti you know it's like it's not linear you know it's like a fulcrum that's uh michael keaton's batman explains the explanation is not it wasn't given right but yeah um why did this movie fail in my opinion i think one fans boycotted i know that for a fact that a lot of people boycotted because they felt oh there's no point James Gunn has come and said this film is not connected to anything. So people are like, there's no why should I go and watch it? I'll just wait for it to drop on HBO or HBO Max or Max as it's called these days. So there's that. Also, we are, we've said this before, it released in a packed month. So, you know, people went to see, you know, across the Spider-Verse and Transformers and all the other movies that came out. So and there's also superhero fatigue. And also the fact that the CGI was bad and people dragged it on social media and everywhere and made noise about it everywhere that the cgi is bad don't go and watch this movie because the cgi is bad and the cgi is bad and the cgi is bad and it's ezra miller <sighs> so i think all of these things with this few points of mind i hope i'll be able to convince you i'll not confuse you that these are the reasons why <laughs> this movie tanked but yeah um so i think i think i think i think to just touch on a couple things it's not all bad because i enjoyed the movie at some point um the cgi in the first act uh the first scene act one scene one where he's about to run in the middle of the the road it was cool i don't know why some people didn't like it and then he slows down where he slows down in front of gotham hospital 
and you know we can see his cool suit light up and fade the cgi was good in some in some some parts right um the baby scene no i don't know who greenlit that baby scene they need to sack that person no it should not have i get what they were trying to do but the cgi was bad the execution was poor the idea yes and then showing us that flash doesn't just run every day he actually needs calories i loved it you know he looked at his calorie meter oh he he knew he looked at chocolate oh i, I have to eat he quickly eats he, gra- he grabs a burrito eats it i like that the idea was good the execution was just poor the chronos wheel concept love it the fact that you have to run inside statically and then you have to slow down and then it's like you're in a theater and you're looking at timelines as rows of seats in the theater i love that you know good good depiction but it was just weird somehow um iris west didn't really give her much screen time i guess maybe it's because it's a barry movie um i love when they showed when he was phasing you know showing us down to this you know the molecules and the atoms the way he was shifting you know he had to shift the cells in his body yeah cool yeah, that was cool that was cool yeah that was cool you know they had to explain to us why that how that is so i love it it makes sense um where old barry and new barry got struck by lightning you know the slow motion showing how the you know the spark is and, going through uh, his how teeth the lightning went and through his eyes and his the OG barry. yeah I love it, right? Yeah. So, it's, like I said, it's not all bad. Mm-hmm. Younger Barry test running his, just you know, his newfound speed. Yeah. It was almost a, a a a play, like it was almost a perfect play. The way he ran and you know he got naked, his clothes burned, and then they were playing fast music. Yeah, and then an and accident then... happened, and then he ran back home, and then he faced through the floor. I love that part because it showed us that this is a goofy hundred level. I know it's not hundred level, it's a college, but it's a goofy hundred level boy that just found out that he has power. So of course he will have to test it now. Showing you how destructive the power actually is if you're not careful. Is. So, exactly. That was a nice so, one. So 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 I I love that. I'll just skip forward to towards the end. The Zord and Kryptonians fight. Epic. I hate the fact that some people said. Oh my God! Superman struggled with, um, what's it, what, what's his name now? The Kryptonian giant, and that's your friend. That 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 woman that you love so much, Papaneski. Oh, a, a good death. A good Fiora. A, a good, good death. death. It's, 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 it's his own reward. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, both of them dealt with Superman, and look at Batman just, and I'm like, you guys, hey guys, it's a different, it's a different universe. These are different Fiona and you know um Kryptonian giant. So and of course they had to hype Batman as they always do in every single DC property. He's just a guy that shoots cool toys around and has money, but they just find a way to make him look cool. And Kara, great act actor. She killed her role. I love how she fought. I love every scene. She was always angry, as she should be, because she has been suffering in a Russian bunker for God knows how many years. They don't give her food. <laughs> and she has just been there. So she, she hates humanity. So, I mean, I get why she's always angry and squeezing her face and crunching her eyebrows. I love that. Um, the desert fight scene. Some people say the CGI was weird. I don't know about that. CGI was okay. It could have been great. I'm sure they didn't want to do another fight scene in the dark, like in BVS. They wanted to show us, you know, the speed in daylight, yeah. which I like. I'm, I'm happy they didn't do a dark scene. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't all bad. I like the way it ended, even though it should have, I feel like they should have used Flashpoint Paradox storyline. I like when he goes to hug his mom and he sheds a tear you know and then it comes back and they give us you know a cameo of george clooney right and i read somewhere papaneski that in all of the test screenings that they showed to the reviewers the early reviewers the journalists they did not show that george clooney part they cut it before 
So yeah. some people say some people say maybe that caused the movie to tank because people might have been excited. The journalists might have been excited to say, "Oh wow, George Clooney is probably going to be the new Batman," and that might have given them more urge to write good things about the movie. But yeah, I was shocked as well to see George Clooney. So that's the end of my rants. I think I managed to keep it under six minutes. I timed myself. <laughs> but yeah, Papadescu, over to you. Yo, yo, I think I think for me, it's a 6.5 over 10 movie. That's my rating. So yeah, rants you, away. You know what you just did? I know what I just did. Don't you know what you just did? You just I went know, through. I know what I just you did. Just, you just went through like a whole journey. To say that this movie was made. Mm-hmm. This movie was terrible. Why? You know me, you know you and I have not talked talk about this movie since. I have been holding my opinion to myself. This movie was terrible. Let it rip, chef. <laughs> Lord, where do I start from? Okay. First of all, right? First of all, like you said, the Flashpoint storyline. They should, they should have incorporated the Flashpoint storyline literally into this right but they didn't yeah mm-hmm. now <laughs> oh my god i'm just laughing okay let me get myself right because when you when you when you, when you, when you were just talking uh, i was just like okay now i'm trying to gather my thoughts so i don't get lost in my own rants because i generally get lost in my rant. number one the first reason why i don't like this movie was the fact that yes it's another universe from superman universe which i agree yes but at the same time these were similar like characters the way they just did my boy zod and my girl fiora i would not accept that anyway no never no they try to play on our heartstring, which is what they do. They did to you. Normally, still you do that. This is this this is a bad movie, but because they play on your heartstring with the mom storyline, they use that. They 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 held so tight to that heartstring moment that they 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 kind of like use that like blind people. Look at the remove that part of the movie and look at the entire movie from from the from the first part to the end. The movie was bad. The entire movie was the CGI terrible. The acting terrible. Look at Michael Kitson, his introduction into the DCU. How did they introduce a whole Batman? They introduced him as an old man with long hair who was eating spaghetti. Stop that! some respect in that guy's name that is michael Keaton for christ's sake that is the og batman if you are talking who is batman you would think about michael Keaton or the guy that does the voice for batman the late guy now i've forgotten his name amazing guy if you are thinking of batman that was your childhood those two names will come first and look at the, 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 the respect you give to him the his suit was so robbery Robert, even the second the second is Ramila guy like the younger one when he had the flash suit it was so fake like flash suit should if you want to even go to science his suit should not be rubberized because Robert cannot hit he runs that is why in um, what you call it in uh, BVS or the first Justice League his suit was kind of made from like a special alloy. Not Batman, Robin, whatever. He runs. You know what? I, I don't want to rant anymore because I'm looking for a day that we can actually just sit and talk about this movie in a row because five minutes is not enough for me to rant. But anyways, now back to the last storyline. The last thread of the storyline was the end part where he was running on the Chronos wheel. I love the Chronos wheel part. I love it. I love, love it. The way they made like the entire universe was like one, right? It's like it was. She was seen through the entire the entirety of each universe. I loved it. Now, you, you showed us that bad guy in the Chronos wheel, right? You showed us that bad guy, and we all thought that was um, what you call him. We all thought that was um, 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 Red Death or Death, because in the Flash world, Death is a speedster. Death is the flashiest thing in the in the DC world. So you cannot outrun death. 
That's why yeah. everybody has to die. That's basically the concept of DC. Death is a speedster. So you did the whole CGI to look like he was death. Which was amazing. And now you're not making now you're not saying that oh no, he's not death. He's the embodiment of Savita. The way, the way, the way they did Savita in the show. Yeah. That's basically it. And I'm like, see, I, I get where they were coming from, right? I get where they were coming from, but they did not bring the story together. They, they did not bring the story together at all because I get the idea, the concept, the family concept, fine. The fact that the younger one tried to save Kara over and over and over, but he cannot. Learn to it was like the if you watch the flashpoint paradox, right? What did you remember that that quote the mom said in the beginning of the quote? Um, um, have the strength to change what you can, have the wisdom to know the difference. That was that was the threat of the whole movie. Tell, telling yeah. the younger flash guy, you cannot change this, just let go. This is so I get this plot point, but they did not streamline it very well at all, and they wasted so much time in the middle doing other stuff. There was no reason why they should, they should have had Batman in that movie. If you were going to disrespect him, do not have him in the movie. You don't need Batman to make a Flash movie work. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know if you get what I, I mean. I, 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 get, I get what you mean. The, the whole inevitable intersection, you know, that's, that's what they try to play on. The but inevitable- for Batman... Yeah. yeah, for 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 Batman, right? I understand that they should put some respect on Bruce Wayne, but they gave an excuse, although shitty, and the excuse was, in this timeline, the world is perfect. There's no crime anymore, so Batman is empty. He feels he feels useless. He feels that the death of my parents that I channeled into making sure that there's no crime. And being a bad guy, and being Batman and hunting bad guys, now that Gotham is now the safest city in the world, he felt empty, he felt useless, and then he fell into a sort of depression and just was just wallowing away. So it's a it's an excuse, but it's a shitty one because you could have because Batman is supposed to be a brilliant detective, a brilliant guy. He runs Wayne Tech. You know, he should have been doing something better so, with his life. Show, show that us a Batman that he's still a billionaire and yeah, carrying girls and that... living love and living fast. The way you showed us George Clooney being clean and driving yeah, out of his Maybach, yeah. show us that type. I, I get that, that but that also they gave an excuse. I know, but just because the excuse feels, is shitty. Because it feels empty doesn't then reduce him into uh what you call it because it feels empty that there's no more crime does it automatically now reduce him to be to become like uh what again it's a timeline maybe there's another timeline out there where michael kissing is also batman and he's not nah. wallowing away and his house nah. is dirty and he's cooking spaghetti nah. he's sacked oh i think his alfred died or something he lost his alfred or something or his alfred i don't know I think it's Alfred died. I'm not sure if that was the, you know, plot points that caused him to go into that depression or whatever. But yeah, like, um, I understand looking at the movie from a DC fanboy position, the movie is nonsense. Because like I said from the beginning, I was expecting Flashpoint Paradox. Show me, show me Flashpoints. But for some weird reason, they couldn't deliver. I don't know. Maybe it's budget. Maybe they couldn't get um, Diana and you know. But Diana was in the Diana was in the movie. Arthur was in the movie. Yeah, for for one shot, for one shot. There there wasn't enough money to get Diana to do actual role. And then and then if you don't don't have enough money, do not do it. Yeah, do not do a flashpoint movie. If you don't, you don't have the money to do it. Do not do a flashpoint movie at all just let go of it well um to be honest i think uh it's it's pretty interesting how this movie has turned out because actually you actually you've actually not given us your rating my rating Mm -hmm. 2.5 
over 10. All right, it is what it is. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think I think it's pretty clear why you know this movie tanked from the perspective of someone who loved the DC EU before James Gunn. Um, for me, I went with a mindset of I know this movie is not going to blow my mind. Let me just enjoy. Let me look for the. I always like to look for the good in people. <laughs> I always fall for their PR stuff where they say this is the best movie ever made. So I fall for you it. Know, you know? But yeah, um, so pretty much that's our review. Um, spoil, spoiled version of our review. Um, for those of you who have seen the movie, leave a comment. Let us know what you guys think about it um, after you saw it. So for the next rant it's going to be for into the spider verse Papaneski. um oh, i love before it. you start before you start give it a rating because mm, you almost forgot mm, to rate it 10 over 10 10 over 10 for me I have... for me it's a 9 over 10 because i'm a nigerian and that's that remaining one is for, it's for, it's for jesus it's, it's for, for jesus, jesus. It's, for, it's, it's for master jesus but yeah, it, it's a great, it's a great, it's a nine point five over ten. As a matter of fact, Spider-Verse is just flawless, it's a, flawless. It's, it's, I wish, I wish they release one and went two or three together because it's like a, it's like a book. Mm-hmm. It's, so, no, no. I think John Wick started this stuff right where a movie ends and then it begins the next, um, like the, the next one literally begins where the the other one ends. John Wick actually made that. A trend right now in Hollywood, which are trying to do now. So, Papaneski, I think for me, every single part of this film, first act, second, third, perfect. How they showed us um, the villain, I think his name is what? Spot? Oh, yeah, Spot, yeah. Or Dots, I, I can't remember. I but think yeah, um, um, looking at how the movie showed us miles you know struggling with his um you know school his identity his um personality and you know trying to see if he can kick something off with gwen missing his friends that's obviously his friends from the other multiverse from the other universes in into the spider-verse struggling with all of that and then realizing that you know he's about to lose his dad and some guy is telling him he should not do anything about it you know he just couldn't take it right and all of these emotions you know are the things that we see unfolding before our eyes as the audience watching this movie um i don't even know where to start taino First, looking at the art style, I think <laughs> the artists that worked on this film, they deserve Oscars. They deserve every award possible. Hobie Brown, his his art style was sick. I think they said they, they shot him on twos. You know, the frame rate was different. It took them hundreds of hours to get him right. And the art style was crazy. The you know the spider the spider verse headquarters the hq where all the different versions of spider spider men i guess that's what we'll call them um you know where it was crazy seeing childish gambino as well make a cameo um the fact that the lego spider-man was done by a 14 year old kid and that story is also another amazing story pretty much the first trailer of the film dropped this 14-year-old kid saw the trailer for Across the Spider-Verse, or rather, um, Into the Spider- I think Into the Spider-Verse. He saw the trailer and he made his own Lego version of the trailer. And the animators and producers of Across the Spider-Verse saw it, reached out to him, hired him, and then he made the Lego scene. And then they actually put a line where Miguel Rodriguez actually said, yeah. Um, you're 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 you very best, or you're one of our very best. And and they they actually put that line to direct it at the kid because he's a 14 year old boy and he does sick animations with Lego. 
practically and uh, nah he he's you know it's it's pretty great so outside of that it's very interesting to see the 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 prowler the prowler character you know from um it's supposed to be earth 1610 right yeah and um no earth, earth 42 at 1610 is is you know the earth that miles is actually from they always play that music the problem music even till now yeah, 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 yeah. that's sick so that's sick so so yeah um Tino, what do you think about this movie so no, my my only joy in the movie is just i am a sucker for a good storyline right and the animation mm. style is amazing that's like 10 over 10 already because but my the thing i like about the movie is like the idea of destiny or fixed points like they had in flash right and in a events mm-hmm. that will make you who you are like that mindset of i can change this whatever mm-hmm. um i don't care what uh what you call it i don't care what the universe is saying I yeah. can change it, but Miguel's own part was that respect the universe, else mm-hmm. it will mm-hmm. to fight back. So it's like there's nobody's wrong mm. because if you are Miguel's shoe, you would do basically do exactly the same thing that Miguel is doing. If you are in you know, a Miles Morales shoe, obviously you would want to save your dad or your mom yeah. or your family. So it's like you, you you don't know who is wrong. So it's like exactly. that is why I love the movie. It's like two opposing ideals fighting. It's never Miguel fighting Mouse. It's two opposing ideals fighting each other. Because Miguel is coming from, I have done what you're about to do. I have I've done, done it, it before, and it caused a whole universe know, to die. Yeah. So Miles, don't do it. But Miles is like, I don't know what you're on about. I will still try to save my dad. Because that's what Spider Man does. Exactly. That's very, 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 very mind-blowing. Very, very mind-blowing story. So if I can't save my dad, why am I even Spider-Man? Simple story. This, 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 this is what Flash could have been. That's all I would say. I know you hate Flash, bro. But like, <laughs> it, it's down to... Talking about um, Across the Spider-Verse, down to the soundtrack bro like i've been bumping the album since it came yo this came out like yo i've been bumping the album since it came out like you know in my car today when i was coming up i still listen to the album you know so it's it's really it's really a well thought out and executed yeah, and they know. did the and they did the movie Film. like the way the way James Gunn did Garden of the Galaxy, where he used song to push the story. Yeah, yeah. The same yeah. way they are using song to like push the story as well, right? Where it's yeah, like yeah. they're using rap music, but it's still like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think definitely uh, for me, it's one of the best animated films this year, um, or if not the best. You it's know, the best out comic there. book. It's the best comic book movie since Infinity War. Wow, that's a huge statement, my guy. Oh yeah, not but even I, Endgame. I, I, I don't. I, I don't read Endgame. I don't. Game. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't. I can't fight with it. I can't fight with that statement. <laughs> right? Because if we look at everything that has come out since Infinity War, it's been very. It's been very. Uh, <laughs> yeah, big... I remember. Like remember in 2019, I almost did not. I was Nigeria in 2019. Like remember, mm. I almost did not travel back to Canada because I went to wait to watch this movie with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I went yeah, to yeah. put my flights to watch Infinity War or sorry, to yeah, watch yeah. Endgame with you guys. If for if, if we're being real, shot it's Infinity War Endgame for me, and then across the spider verse like it's so yeah, good it's it's, it's, it's just so good yeah that's why yeah but flash is my you favorite know, everything hero of all time. everything from everything from um you know uh the house of marvel since avengers endgame has not has not been amazeballs if you know what i mean right yeah so yeah for me right now like comic book movie adaptations it's infinity war end game 
then I would actually put Across the Spider-Verse and then Zack Snyder's Justice League. Right now, oh, that's in, like, in your, that's is like it my, your my all time your all time top no, 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 no. no, like if if we look at since Infinity War. Since Infinity War. Oh, your favorite mm-hmm. comic book was Infinity War. No, Endgame yeah. is going to be last for me. Infinity War. Baba Zack. You know, Infinity War. This this movie is Zack and then Endgame last. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I think we can call it a wrap for today. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you guys for listening. So, if you're not following us here on Instagram, please check check us out on Instagram. And also, if you manage to get to the end of this podcast, I want you to go to our Instagram and actually leave a comment that says, Papaneski hates across the spider-verse <laughs> if i see that comment i'll know i'll know that you listen to the end papa Nesky hates across the spider-verse even though he doesn't right but you but you know but you know that you know that it is an inside joke it's an inside joke yeah so papa Nesky hates across the spider-verse if you listen to the end that's how no people will listen to the end right and yeah uh, there might be something cool for you if you actually listen to the end and left that comment just leave that comment papaneski hates across the spider verse yeah <laughs> so um thank you guys for rocking with us this far um don't forget to like follow subscribe rate this podcast on your platform and give us a shout share with your friends and also if you want us to review any movies or share comments or feedback on any movies click on the link in our bio on instagram and reach out to us or leave us a comment let's know what's happening with you um thank you guys for listening so far papaneski any last words any last words (laughs) like share subscribe basically that's all i have to say and thank you guys